Hey, what's up? Welcome to the AV Club Podcast. My guest today is Joel. His name is spelled J-O-E-L, and I thought it was pronounced Joel for the longest time. Then I asked him, and he said, dude, I don't care. It doesn't matter what you call me. My mom calls me by both. And so now I don't even know what his name is. I'm just going to call him... I'm just going to call him Joe. My guest on the show today was Joe. Joe Venicia. And it's a, it was a really cool story, man. So Joe is a Navy veteran. He served his, his I think, four or five years in the Navy. And um, man, his story was cool. I have never heard this side of Joel or Joe or Joel, whatever you want to call him. And so it's very humbling for me to get to hear this this perspective from him and I didn't think we were gonna get this deep into it but we did and I loved every second of it I love this guy like a brother and uh, I hope you guys enjoy it because I know I did so without further ado here is Joe Joel Joel whatever you want to call him here he is thanks we're rolling all right what's going on did you just get nervous no Why? okay good did you? No. You look kind of nervous, dude. I, I've never done this before. Really? That's I've, okay. Just just trust me. It's my first time. Hey, um, thanks for matching me today, dude. Dude, no. Thank you for matching me, though. No, you, I like it. You matched me. I like Yours is a little bit more worn, you know? Yeah. I'll, try, I'll trade you. I'll buy it off you right now. How much? 50 bucks. Dude, now you got to tell the story. <laughs> tell what it. What story? Tell the story about why you said that. Dude, okay. So, there was this uh, band... I don't even remember the name of the band. Tough on Fridays. Tough on Fridays. There we go. Hey, they're good. Yeah, look them up. They're actually really good. And so they're called Tough on Fridays. And um, I guess one of their managers was trying to get us to buy some stuff. And I was game. I was going to buy a shirt, whatever, some stickers, whatever. But I saw that hoodie and he was like, oh, it's not out yet, but you can try and get it online later. You know me. uh, I'd forget. And I'm kind of lazy by nature. So... (laughs) I was like, nah, dude, let me buy the one that you're wearing right now. <laughs> and he, he was like a little bit confused. He was like, really? And I was like, yeah, 50 bucks. He was like, dude, I'll, I'll take it off my back for 50 bucks. Sure enough, uh, yeah, I have that sweater now. Yeah. So it was pretty sick. It was dope. He bought it. This was like last night. We randomly stumbled into this this bar. I mean, we didn't stumble. We were walking pretty fine. We had just got out there, but... Uh, there's this bar there's two sections the back half is just the regular bar mm-hmm. the front half is where they have live events it's called barrel and amps in georgetown um it's sick check it out it's pretty dope and so this is the first time i'd ever gone into the live event it section. was by chance yeah completely by chance yeah and they were playing their their dang songs and it was pretty good they did a cover of uh, what was that song um they did some i, I couldn't tell you the they name did of some song. pop cover and it sounded good and then they sang a couple of original songs and then we were like, dang, this is pretty legit. There wasn't too many people in there, which is also kind of a cool thing when it's super intimate and there's not a ton of people. Right. And um, yeah, no, it felt like because at first we couldn't really even find like a spot to like yeah. sit or stand or whatever, wherever in like the front part. And we're like, well, let's go check it out. Mm. And dude, I'm so glad we went. It was back so there cool. To check it. Yeah, it ended up being like super cool. Yeah. And the, so I the, liked it. The cool thing is, is like the hoodie, it's like, essentially what you're wearing right now just a regular hoodie 
but it had a it has a picture of them on the couch and, and like their the eyes are covered or yeah whatever. like it has like the sensor thing on their eyes the black sensor bar across their eyes mm-hmm. it looks dope and it's really cool i'm so glad you bought that from him bro i was like is he really gonna do this i didn't want to say anything because i was like i'll let him do his own thing but there there you there it was you did it it was cool though because we got to talk to the band afterwards and yeah, that's it that's was, true, and they're they're actually like really just genuine people, you know. Yeah. Like they weren't like, oh, just trying to get rid of us. Like we had a legitimate conversation yeah. with them, and we talked and whatever. It was and I dope. Mean, hopefully, hopefully they're gonna be on the podcast. Yeah, I know. We, that'd be really cool. Whenever we were talking to the the, I guess she was like the lead guitarist slash one of the lead singers. It's this three person band: two girls that are playing the bass and the guitar, and then a dude on the drums. And so we were talking to the lead guitarist, and we were just having a normal conversation. Didn't even occur to me that I had a podcast or needed <laughs> guests for the podcast. And Joel was like, dude, this guy's a podcast. You guys should, you know, link up. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I do have that thing. Yeah, that's right. And I gave her my card. And so we'll see what happens. Dude, but, I'm, I'm your honorary manager now. Dude, I know. Let's you go, need to dude. be my manager. I, I forget. That's like the second time. I'll try to get Joe Rogan next week, dude. Dude, <laughs> please. I need him. And he'll be like, dude, what the heck are you doing, man? This is my setup you have here. You copy it. <laughs> hey, it'd be sick, man. It, that was that was cool though. It was cool. I like it. I just want to do. I just want to see you get big, man. It's awesome. It's exciting to be to see you just like on the come up, you know. And so, they really thank you for letting me be a, a part of this. And thank everything. you, bro, dude. Are we wrapping it up? Is yeah. This all right, y'all have a good one, <laughs> <laughs> dude. So thank you for coming, man. You came all the way from uh, old old G Town. Yeah, old G Town. I mean, it's cool. I was kind of looking for. Uh, I've been gone. I've been in South Texas and from South Texas. I was in Florida for a little bit. So, I mean, I haven't been really been home for close to a month. Mm-hmm. And then I'm over here now and then I'll be gone again next. But I mean, yeah. this was like the one that I was like kind of looking forward to the Good, most. Cause I know we had kind of set it up yeah. a while back. So I was like, now nah, I got to be I in know. town for this one. I know, dude. We had an opportunity to hop on a podcast like <laughs> that last time you came. But you were like, dude, no, I'm not ready. Not ready. But I get it. I get it. It's... um. Like you kind of want to prepare for it at least a tiny bit, right? It's nothing serious, but it's just it's easier mentally if you have mm-hmm. some sort of preparation. Yeah, because I mean, I was only here. For, uh, you didn't even know I was here. I was like, "Yo, let's get breakfast." <laughs> Dude, I know, and I I literally called into work that day because yeah. I was like, "Dude, Joel's here." I'm calling into work, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, my boss is cool with it. She's cool. So, That's cool. And then you guys showed me that one spot, that breakfast. Dude, I like that spot a oh, lot. Yeah. Georgetown is really cool. I really do like yeah. Georgetown. Dude, by the way, that band, they're all local, which obviously you know that, but they're mm. all the three all the three players, I think they went to the same high school. They did. That's they said that, yeah. yeah. And so That's so nuts. That's really all. cool, like and to see a band come up like that. Yeah. yeah. They're all from here and it was cool. They didn't give you an autograph though, which was kind of bogus, but not, I, yeah. not because they not because they didn't want to, but because they forgot. You could tell they were busy too. That's why yeah. I was like, it's all good. Like it's no worries, you know. Yeah. But if you're listening to this, I want an autograph. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll get an autograph when they come because she'll come for sure. I feel, I feel like it, dude. She was about it. So. Yeah, dude. She was like, yeah, I love podcasts, so it's mm-hmm. cool. Hopefully that works out. But anyways, bro, thank you for coming on and um, thank you for matching me. We've already been over this. Mm-hmm. Also, I wanted to start off by saying, dude. Thank you for your service. Appreciate it, man. It's like kind of funny, kind of not. It's like a it's like a sincere thing, but also it's like kind of jokey. But no, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, dude, what was your service like? What was your experience like? Because from my perspective, knowing you since you joined, it seemed like you were gone for years. Like for an eternity, you were gone for years, but like it seemed like you were gone for literally an eternity. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even though we did keep in contact every so often, like it's the, not the same. The guys, you know? yeah. yeah. What was so. that experience like for you? And like how your timeline? Like you started, you jumped in like boot camp, of course, and then where was your first station? Where would you work? Where were you at? What What did that opportunity, that experience, look like for you? Okay, so um, really and truly, like from the start of it all, we uh, hopped on a plane. It was like maybe. <clears throat> 15 14 15 other people and i Mm -hmm. and we were all like none of us knew what to expect you know so it's like we all kind of just stuck together whatever and then like uh two of those dudes ended up being like in the same like boot camp division with me and so that was pretty cool and we all kind of knew because like the um, i guess the jobs like what we were going for at the time yeah we kind of knew each other from then and from training prior to leaving. and so we were we were all kind of cool with it and so we get to uh we fly and we get to o'hare airport and it's chicago like, <laughs> chicago yeah and so we get there and it's like maybe like midnight one of the morning and we're waiting because like they charter you from like buses all the way to base to like the boot camp base and so i don't know what, what was up with the buses i think there was just like too much snow or something on the ground Dang. well i got there in january so yeah that's right and so next thing you know, we're not, we don't get to boot camp till like three, four a.m. You know, Jeez. and so they're not letting us like sleep or whatever. You know, they're like constantly like watching us and Dang. on like the van, on like not the van but the bus, and they're like, wake up, wake up, and you can start t- saying like, okay, okay, cool, 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 and then from like the moment it parks to like they like at parks and you're just like oh and then you see like all these like rdcs and then like so an rdc is like your drill sergeant we just okay. don't call it that and so you just see them all just waiting outside and it's like ooh, shit's about to get real yeah. you know and so you can like you can feel like the energy on the bus like I- i'll never forget that because it's just like all right here we go here we go you know yeah. and so they go they come on they're screaming and whatever and so I'm more so just like too, just like over it because it's like I've been traveling forever, you know. So it's just like okay, like I'll get up, you know. (laughs) And so they start going through it, and like they allow us like one phone call to like let people know, like, hey, I made it here or whatever. Sounds very prisony. Kind of, yeah. I mean, in 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 a lot of ways, like not talking like bad about the military or anything, but a lot of the things are similar to the way they handle things in prison you know wow yeah and so just more so i guess for like safety things you know Mm -hmm. and because so we did that and then like i i called my mother and then i called my father and then i and i just let them know hey talk to you in like a couple of months you know yeah (laughs) and so that that was cool and then pretty much like you start and it's called like p-days and it's all just processing days and whatnot. And so those are probably the worst because they, you feel like you're just from like five in the morning to like six, seven, eight o'clock at night. You're just like going through like processing. Jeez. They're asking you the same questions everywhere you go. Like, the, and I they bet. give you like all your shots and stuff like that. Like, dang. Dude, I had like, we all get like at least like 10, 12 shots like when you're there. So your arms are sore and your butt's sore. You're just like, geez, dude. And then you start actually just like doing boot camp and then for us like we were we got kind of like pushed through so i was only there for like 
seven or eight weeks, you know? Mm -hmm. I, we were there quick. Like, my division was there quick. Why and is that? We were just like, I guess, like, it's just called a push division. So, I mean, certain jobs and whatnot that you have there, they kind of need you a little bit quicker, you know? Or, oh, right. Or your, like, your pipeline, like, from beginning to end, like, all the training is really long. So oh, they just try to shorter. get you out of boot camp quicker right. so you can start learning, you So know? did you learn what you were, like, day one? No, no, definitely not. And so um, I... After that, I went to Great Lakes, Naval Station Great Lakes. So there's like two bases there. And so there's like the recruit training command, which is like boot camp. And then like literally across the street, it's like a normal base kind of, you know, oh, it's right. like where you have like all your schools yeah, and whatnot yeah. and all that. And then so, um, yeah, that's where I was for, it was like Bud's prep. And so. Dang, bro. It was cool. I mean, it just like being around like those people you savages know? yeah and so like i'm not gonna like obviously can't mention any like names but like world-class people you know yeah like people that i'm just like you're you're just you know like have you ever been around somebody and they're, like they're yeah, yeah you're just in awe like dude you've done all that like you've seen all you know yeah and so just like really 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 cool people that i would that i just had the pleasure of like being their friend you know yeah for a little bit that's cool and so pretty humbling i bet it do it really is you really you find out who you are yeah quickly and so we were there for roughly two-ish months probably a little bit longer like maybe three months you know mm -hmm. I, don't quote me on the timeline because time is not my strong suit yeah and so i'm sure it's irrelevant when you're there too it's it like, really dude it really is like i doesn't make a difference i had so much fun it was like very oh, it was cool. very very fun because you're you wake up you work out you eat you work out some more you run and then like towards the end of the day you're, you're good you're chilling yeah you know there's really not much to do you know and so it was it was awesome it was just like a big bro camp for yeah. like a couple and of so this this was just regular like boot camp for no this was uh bud's prep it was so, after boot okay. camp so, so boot camp is like there's not really like much to talk about in Cause it's really just, you basic learn, stuff. it's basic stuff. You learn like basic, like history of the Navy. You learn like, there's this one thing called Marlin spike. You learn how to like, not tie knots, but like how to like operate on a ship and stuff like oh, that. Okay, I got so you. I got it's you. pretty, a lot of us there, we were just kind of over it because it's easy. Yeah. It was very easy. In fact, I gained weight when I was at boot camp. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I think I ended up gaining like 14 pounds or something. Dang. Dude, yeah. And so I went in, I was like 170 and like I came out and I was like 180 something. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and then yeah, Bud's Prep, it was fun because you're there what you want to, you're doing what you want to do, you know? Yeah. So that was cool. And then, uh, yeah, you're there for a little bit and then it starts to get a little bit more real, you know, like then you fly out from Chicago to San Diego, you know, Coronado, California. Coronado, I've been and there. So it's pretty cool. It's like a little island, right? Or like it's yeah, little, it's it's like a little island. Yeah, take the bridge over there, the big the big ass bridge from San Diego to yeah, right, right. Pretty cool. And so I'm sure, it's cooler when you're not getting your ass yeah, beat by the people, but no, yeah, but I mean, over there again, like it was just really, really just 
the opportunity of a lifetime, you know, yeah. like you're working out and you're just alongside world-class people Yeah, and you're obviously like I was very young, you know, I was actually like one of the younger people in my class. Yeah. And so it's just, it makes you almost, I feel like it just being around them, it made me become a lot better of a person Yeah, because so many people there had just so much wisdom you know right yeah and so there was there was like top athletes of like of the world there you know and there yeah. was like there was a couple olympians there and whatever what and were so, they like what were they doing there like training with people or they were like in the, no they i mean they were they, in enlisted. they chose a different path in life you oh know? wow so they like hey i'm done with the olympics i've been like i think it's time for me to do something bigger than That's myself crazy. you know yeah and so like i said like just being around yeah and so yeah and it's like it, just a whole bunch of winners man just a whole bunch of winners That's crazy and so it's you, crazy because i can actually like i've been around people like that not very you know often but i have and when you say a bunch of winners you literally i know exactly what you're talking about it's like it's a it's like a feeling you get almost you know from talking to them and being around them and like the energy that they exactly it's exactly. weird i don't like saying like the energy that they provide but no it, but it, it's true in like term, I mean, yeah it really really like you they, can feel the you energy. can feel dude yeah and like it's just like you're very receptive to a lot of things and yeah. it's just like if you're receptive to this you know you yeah. yourself start to become and start to think like a winner even yeah. if you thought you were a winner no it's like now you are you're like you're living it yeah dude, you know and so that was really, really cool. And then, but yeah, like just yeah. awesome stuff. Like, yeah. And so Coronado was just a, a different location for this Bud's Prep? No. So that? after Bud's Prep, it was legitimate. Like it was Bud's now, you know. In Coronado? In Coronado. That, that's where it happens. Yeah. Or, and that, that, that's where it goes down, you know. And so, I mean, you're doing some of the craziest things you've ever done, you know. And it's like you're you're swimming in the open ocean and it's like for miles, you that's know, pretty, that's pretty wild. And, and sometimes you, you, I know I did, like, I would just sit there and think like, damn dude, like I'm really doing this, you know, like, I'm yeah. like, I, you're performing at your peak, you know, and you're training for the, you have trained for this so long, you know? Yeah. And so it's just like, I'm really like at this level, you it start it starts to set in, you know, a little yeah. bit. But at the same time, things are going by so fast that it's hard to sit sit back and just like feel it, you know? Cause yeah. it's just like boom, 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 boom all the time, you know? I remember some nights I would like, cause you would prep for the next day and like some nights I'd like literally fall asleep, like sitting up, like, cause it was like my bed and like the wall was right here. So I'd like fall asleep like that. And then like my alarm for like 345 would go, I'm like, dude, like, oh gosh, like wow. let's go, you know? But, and so, you're not even in a mentality like woe is me you're just like all right let's go let's go let's go you know and so i mean without like getting into it too much you know because it's still something that's like hard for me to like i've accepted it but it's just rough you know and so i was just like i just really i just wasn't i don't think i was at the level that i was supposed to be yeah to succeed you know yeah and so, yeah, I ended up dropping, like, that's something I just got to take on the chin, you know? Yeah. And so, and there, there was a little bit other things too, but like, long story short, black and white, yeah, I dropped, you know? Like, yeah. I just, I wasn't at that level, you know? Yeah. And dude, like, like, 
life is merciless. You're either good enough or you're not, you mm-hmm. know? And so, like, yeah. And just in life in general, you know, it's not fair. That's mm-hmm. the way it is, you know? And it's, you can be where there's people that I know that have worked 10, 15 years for something, you know, and they don't end up making it, you know? Yeah. It's just like, dude, like, you can't help but feel bad for the guy. You can't help but, like, but at the end of the day, it's like, it's life. it wasn't meant to be, you know? Yeah. It's life, you know? Life is just, it's a very cruel, yeah. but it is the best teacher. Right. So my perspective on that, seeing, like, <clears throat> seeing your preparation before you even left to boot camp, mm-hmm. you were training really hard at that time. I remember that. And that's kind of whenever, I, I was kind of into the, the workout scene at that point, like a little bit. Right. But you were going hard, and you had been going hard for a while, and of course, I don't think nobody—I don't think anybody knows what to expect. So, like, how do you know what to train for if you don't know what you're going into? Kind exactly. of exactly. And like, so the crazy thing is, bro, it's like you got all the way to this level that's like not a lot of people even see that that level that you were at, and then you, although you didn't make it all the way through, it's like in everybody else's eyes, it's like, dude, you did something that probably most of the world will never experience right and it's like it's like it's i don't even know how to describe it it's like come it's like trying to win a gold medal right but you get like the silver the bronze exactly it's like oh that sucks i didn't get the gold medal that's like the winner's mentality right but for everybody else you're like dude you just won a bronze medal like you just you just did what so many other people couldn't do or accomplish so and I and I get it though. It's like when you have a goal in mind or you want to accomplish something so bad and you you just right there and you mm-hmm. don't. And like even to this day, like and one of the reasons why I don't really open up like that part of like my story is just because it's like so many people they do like I'm not saying you, but I'm just saying like they're oh well just be happy you made it that far. Yeah, just be, they, yeah. dude, like don't say that like yeah. what the fuck like no dude like yeah, yeah. no that was not my objective my objective was right. to make it my objective was to succeed no, yeah. you know to win not not to be taught by life again you know right it's and so yeah. that that's i think where a lot of like my past almost immaturity started to arise because yeah. i was just angry with the world you know like i i just i had a chip on my shoulder you know i, I yeah. just I wasn't right. I would do in yeah, like I'm not going to make any excuses, you know? Like it was just I think it was a maturity thing and now I see it, you know, and it's just I think it, it ate at me a lot because I just I wasn't ready to ex- expect a loss like that, you know? Yeah. I wasn't and no, I, I, I just it. wasn't mature enough to handle a loss like that, you yeah. know? Cuz after after that, you know, I, I just Dude, I started, I was like drinking a lot. You yeah. Know? I was like, dude, I don't want to work out. Like for what, you know, for what? There's no working out. Like, nah, really it's just, and it, it took a long time. Like, yeah. and I, by a long time, I mean like maybe just like a year or two ago, you know? And mm-hmm. like, even now there, like there's some things that I deal with and it's just like, man, like, I, it, it still like arises to this day, you yeah. Know? I, but I, I just that's why I feel like I'm in a lot better position mm-hmm. as far as like mentally, yeah, to accept it more freely, you know, yeah. And so it still like with that loss and everything, I wouldn't trade that experience for yeah. the world, dude. So you it, you come at it with a very optimistic viewpoint, like. The, the whole now now i do i right. came out of it very not good you yeah. know and so yeah 
Yeah, no, I remember asking, I don't remember who I asked, somebody probably closer to you at the time, but I was like, how's Joel doing? Mm-hmm. And they're like, he was so close, but didn't get it. And then he was like, don't, don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. And I was like, all right, that's all I needed to hear. Like, you know, but yeah, man, it's just, it's just a crazy to, to know somebody who's even gone through that. What was like, I mean, if you don't want to get into it, it's fine. But like, what were some of the things that you guys had to do? Like, I've never, I don't know what the BUDS process is. What does BUDS even stand for? It's like basic underwater demolition. And so it's just like, yeah. So you guys are just blowing stuff up underwater? No, no. I mean, so like old day, like old school, like seals and whatnot. They did. That that was straight up what they would do. Like they would, they were called frogmen, you know? And so they would go, they would sometimes free dive and go plant explosives and just blow stuff up. But I mean, now it's, Jeez. obviously it's a lot deeper than that, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, it was, um, we did a lot of things. I mean, it was a it's a lot of mental things you know mm-hmm. and like you you play with logs you play in the sand you play in the water you know and i mean without getting into it it's it's cool stuff yeah you know yeah yeah that's dope bro humbling stuff humbling right? stuff humbling for sure stuff you know and so after that you know not making it out they sent me over to 32nd street in california it was like another naval base literally across the bridge from coronado oh wow and so I was there for a little bit and then I was like, it was like a kind of like a holding thing, you know? And then I want to say I was there like two months maybe. Yeah. And then finally I got orders and I was go, we, and it was like 30 of us, dude. It was like from like everybody that dropped. So we all, it was a little bit more than 30. We all went to, um, back to great lakes, you know? And so, cause we were all going into a different normal Navy job, you know, yeah. some of them got to be like divers and in e- like EOD techs and stuff like that. And like hats off to them. Cause like at that point I was just like, nah, I, I'm just too torn and just strung out to do any, anything else, you know? Yeah. And so, cause they themselves have like a smaller selection process and whatnot, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I wanted nothing to, I know I wanted nothing to do with the Navy, you know? Yeah. So I was just, cause that. I wasn't there to be regular Navy. Dude, so, sorry to interrupt, but no, like, go for it. you don't make, like when somebody drops from that mm-hmm. and you're like across the street, basically, is there any way to try again? Or how does that work? Can you try again? Can you? Uh, no, yeah, you can try again, but I think you have to wait. It's like two years, I believe. Or so. I might be wrong, it might be a year, but you have to wait a little bit and you have to go through the whole process all over again, yeah. you know, and so. I know people that wanted to try again and stuff like that, but yeah, I was just done, you know? Yeah. And like mentally I was all over the place, you know? Yeah. And so some days I would be like, no, I got to go again. And like some days I'd be like, dude, fuck that. Yeah. Like, so yeah. Roller coaster. Oh, 100%. And then, but yeah, fast forward, I go back to Great Lakes, Illinois. And then, I mean, it's like 20 minutes from Chicago, you know? Yeah. So and then it was, I want that. It was almost like a dream, you know, because it was like there. I was there. I was doing like fireman stuff, you know. Yeah. And so, because I was going to be a fireman, an engineer in the navy, you know. And so, yeah, because you're you're pretty much needs the navy. So wherever they want to stick you, you know. And so, 
it, when I say it was like almost like a dream is like s- school was so easy since we had technically already been away you know we didn't have like um restrictions or whatever like we just go out as we please and oh whatnot. that's cool yeah and so I mean after like class or whatever we would just go to we'd take because there was a train station right across from the base so we'd walk to the train station and just like go to Chicago you know and so I had so much fun there, you know, and it, I really got to explore That's so a cool. lot of Chicago. And I mean, if you haven't been to Chicago, I never thought I would like it because I never thought I was a big city kind of at the time, you know, dude, no, I was, I, I fell in love with Chicago and I know Chicago gets kind of a rap for like, oh, the people are rude. The people are right. I never experienced that, you know, my entire experience of Chicago is like one of the best places I've ever been. Everybody's just so nice yeah and like dude like we'd be having a beer like my friend wee wee and i and so like um we'd just be having a beer and then like some guy would come up and be like hey do you guys uh do this or whatever like blah blah like we're not from around here and it's like oh we're not from around here either really you know like and so and then you just start and like that that's like one of your like best friends you exchange like numbers and it's like hey man you want to grab a beer it's not like yeah i'll be there you know it's yeah like, there's so many people that are just down to hang out you oh, know that's cool and there yeah. yeah i love chicago and it's very like artistically oriented yeah and so they're dude there you go i mean i'm not talking about the bean everybody knows the bean you know yeah beans. but yeah but there's just so much like random like art art you know walls. yeah i've and, been i've been yeah okay so for like yeah three you, days or like a day and a half really but oh you need like a week yeah dude. i think at least a week i fell in love with that when i was over there man it's it was amazing oh yeah it's the biggest city i've ever been in though you know so it's like, oh okay well i mean chicago's huge so. yeah yeah it's massive <laughs> it's and it's really cool like we try i had so much food you know like so many different types of food yeah. and whatnot and so there was just like romanian place because we used to that's when i got into rock climbing a lot was in Chicago and it was, um, how random uh, yeah right well it was just like huge gym like there was this huge rock climbing gym yeah and then it was uh it was in the Avondale area of Chicago and then we'd go rock climbing dude we'd go like every day you know because it's like what do we do yeah <laughs> like, what's there to do so we'd go like That's rock awesome. climbing every day and then there was this like Romanian restaurant kind of like you walk out and the Romanian restaurant is like right here, like across the street. So we just go there and then like they had all their different types of food. And that's awesome. Just, I experienced a lot of different culture, you know, that's so cool. something that I wasn't expecting in yeah. Chicago, you know, yeah, yeah. in the, I remember getting off the plane, getting to the airport there at O'Hare and, um, it's just cult, like cultures on cultures on cultures. Just well, the even airport. the airport itself. Yeah, yeah. Like they have like that. They have all the flags exactly. hanging up and it's like, Dude, this place is like a, a melting pot to the truest. It really, dude, it really is. You know, it's, it was freaking awesome. Unfortunately, I went in the winter time. I went in like February, mm-hmm. so it was freezing balls. It was. Oh. I had to wear like legit like a, a hoodie, then a big jacket, and then gloves. You know, I was like I was bundled up, and um, we were there for not very long, but it was amazing. And I saw so many people. I got to mm-hmm. try some good food just in the short amount of time I was there. And, this was in college too. It's so like I had no money, but oh, I still, right. we like walked everywhere. But uh, there's so much to do that where you, when you don't need money. Yeah, in Chicago, you know, yeah. like uh, Texas really isn't so much. You kind of yeah. need money for everything, but in Chicago, it's, it's just like. And then there's a lot of like 
art um museums are just museums that are free over there too yeah and if not they're like five bucks mm-hmm. you know so cheap, cheap cheap yeah dude there's um of course we saw the bean we were like a block away from the bean so in millennium park we were like um we stayed in this really nice hotel it was really old but pretty nice right. um it was for like a i was in a business fraternity and it was for some humongous conference they had all you had to do is pay for like the flight basically and oh, they paid okay, for the nice. hotel and stuff and so it was just it was legit yeah no that dude that yeah that's really cool especially like because you're over there with people you know you know yeah it, I, I don't know exactly how much it was but it's like you're over there with well, yeah we had a, we had a squad we had a full oh, squad dude, so it's that, like that's always the best too. yeah yeah it was really cool it was a super dope experience man but i i want to experience it more to the fullest um where else were you able to travel to during your your time in the okay, well i mean so from there i was there for a little bit um over a year or under a year oh under a year well i was there i got there during the summer mm-hmm. you know and so they say it's pretty popping during the summer right? it really is it's crazy during the summer yeah. you know and so it's and but it's so cool like it's just like it's not hot at all you know oh, that's cool and so well to them it's hot but like obviously here in texas it's like dude this is perfect you know yeah and then it feels like a spring day oh wow here for the summer over there you know and so there's like just so much going on you know and so you're just outside all day hanging out you know and then fall starts to roll around and i if you haven't been to chicago please please go in the fall it no like the entire like literally the energy of the city changes you know and it's funny because you start seeing like you know they have like like flags of like whatever's going on and stuff like that yeah everything starts to turn like pastel colors you know oh that's cool yeah it's like i guess like the whole just the vibe of the city goes pastel colors that's the only way i could explain it you know and then it's just the nights like the evenings they're just like crisp you know and so it was like it was it was an experience for sure you know and then uh i was fortunate enough like i spent my 21st birthday there oh that's cool and so there was this bar that afterwards after i turned 21 (sighs) we would go to and it was called mickey finn's and if you're in that area please please check out mickey finn's it's like the coolest coolest place there you know and so and i still remember like a lot of the people there you know like um miranda and chrissy there were some bartenders there you know and it's like the the, like the coolest people ever like just they're the type to like always like make sure you are always taken care of not not just like us but like everybody else you know so it just makes you want to go there more it was like a very awesome place to go to yeah and like i feel you yeah and so did you get to meet jennifer no i didn't but yeah she was what about christina yeah i met christina okay no (laughs) dude so you just said these names and i mean i i believe you but you could have said any name i would no but i'm just uh, i'm (laughs) i know i'm just expressing how like much i guess like it sounds dumb but how much of an impact it was no no i get you bro i get you i mean i I made a fool out of it and it's my bad i i made you i'm it's my bad i messed up you're good no 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 i'm just i'm just like it, it was an awesome place to like very memorable very very memorable you know and so you and you always know where you spend your 21st birthday yeah, you know so 
it was really cool and like it wasn't that far from home so. yeah mine was at a chili's in granbury texas oh dude chili's. that might be better than me yeah let's, let's hear it dude what happened to chili's so um we ate i think i had food at the house before i came before mm -hmm. i went right we went to chili's me daniel i think jared adcock and some other people i don't know i don't remember who else was there but uh they ordered me like a beer mm -hmm. and i was like dude i would thank you guys so much um I just ate two meals because I ate at home and then I ate at Chili's oh. and I was like, I cannot drink this. I'm just, I'm simply too full. Yeah. And they were trying to make me drink it. And I was like, guys, it's not that I don't want to. I physically can't. Full. I will die. Yeah. I will die if I drink this. If any more food or liquid comes into my stomach, I'm going to explode. They didn't believe me. So I drank half of it. And then I was like, I'm done. And that was my 21st birthday. I didn't even get drunk or anything like that. So memorable, yeah. Half a beer. <laughs> mine was mine was better than yours by far. Oh, dude, fact, yeah, the chilies. Come <laughs> on, did you get, would you get the triple dipper? Uh no, nah, dude, I probably got some Cajun pasta salad or a quesadilla explosion salad. Mm. One of the two, whatever. <laughs> I haven't been to a chilies in a long time. Yeah, but I mean, me either, bro. That is, was the last know? time, dude. You know what's crazy is that you're saying all this as if it was twenty years ago that this happened to you. You're you're like that was like five years ago, four years ago. How fast did that time just fly by? Um, it's kind of hard to explain, you know, because it's. I look back, I'm like, damn, like, you know, like that was just a few years ago. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, dude, that was years ago. You know? Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like I've like, I feel like I've just experienced so much bad and good. Mm -hmm. You know, just so much life, dude. So yeah. much life that it's just like it feels like it was. It's very far back in my timeline but really it's like right there you know No, i feel you bro because you know thinking back this similar like the same time frame i was in college yeah and like college is literally you're in one town like if you, you do something cool on the weekend you're going to remember it because it's like okay we did something cool on this oh, weekend facts, yeah and like every other weekend is either for most people getting drunk or having a house party or mm -hmm. you know so like i for example i remember I went up to New Mexico with my dad and my brother and one of our buddies and like that was one of my most memorable memorable times in college because I couldn't really do anything else. Oh, I was yeah. stuck in Lubbock, you know, and like you don't I didn't have the money to like just go anywhere and right, like, luckily right. they were coming and my dad was like, dude, I'll help you out, whatever, just come on. So like for me, my experience throughout that same time frame was like, oh, like I was in class, I was home on the weekends, I was yeah. like studying. But for you, you're like traveling, you're living, you're like, you're doing like grown adult stuff as a 20, 21 year old, 22 year old, you know, all the way up to now. And you're only what, 23 right now? 25. <laughs> <laughs> but still like, it's cool. Like that's one of the benefits of being in the military, right? Is like the travel aspect of it. Oh yeah. And the and experience. Yeah. And it's cool. You know, like, I mean, overall, like I just like. It was, it's just an experience that it's, it was, some moments were like very, very awesome. And some moments were just very not good. Like yeah. Things that I just would not like wish on like the, like the person that I liked the least in this world. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like there's a, there's a couple, I'm not going to like, but like, it's just like, dude. And it, it's, it's a rough life sometimes, man. It really is, you know, yeah. but at the same time, it's just like, okay, but you got to look at the positives, you know? Yeah. It'll you, eat you up, even now. You're, yeah. at a, uh, you're at a good spot, it seems, to where you're able to genuinely 
like very be very optimistic about your overall experience even though it might not have been positive overall you mm -hmm. know and that's like that's good because when you're in it i'm sure it's way harder to be optimistic about it when you're like it's almost like you're living on a deadline or like a timeline right like oh, oh man, next year i'll be next year i'll be two years two years away from getting out like you know you're counting down that last minute till you're out or that's what it seems like for the people i know but um it's really cool that to see that you're having this optimistic viewpoint on it now being out but um do what what so like after chicago what happened so after chicago i mean it all came down to like a lot of us that were there you know we started like trickling out and leaving you know and yeah and i was one of the last ones to leave and so well yeah and then i was going by myself to this ship you know mm. and so at first i was just kind of like dude like what's going on you know like yeah i'm not i'm not scared but i'm like i don't know any of this you know and um but it was cool i uh i had a friend that was going to a different ship and we didn't find out till like that day like we were going to the same base, you know? Oh. And so it was kind of cool because we, like, we flew down there together. We got there. And then, like, so every guy, like, every ship is supposed to have, like, a guy on duty to go yeah. pick up, like, new people that come to the ship. If there's, like, a new person coming to the ship, you yeah. know? And so I guess, like, my ship or, like, the ship that I was going to forgot or like the guy completely <laughs> forgot like oh yo you got a sailor coming you know what an idiot and so the um, my friend his i guess guy that does that for his ship was like hey bro just come like come with us you know we'll figure it out and so he's like making calls like like he's like calling his friends or whatever like hey do you know anybody like do you know who's on duty on this ship you yeah. know like trying to get, like work it out for me and i'm just sitting there like ah, dude I, I wish i could help in some way but i'm <laughs> i don't know yeah. what's going yeah. yeah and so um finally we get a hold of somebody and um he was like yeah just tell him to meet me at the gate or whatever and so i didn't know but like that guy that got us from the ship and he ended up he was like my boss you know oh wow and so originally it wasn't supposed to be like that but that's how it worked out and so he was like what's up and i'm just like what's up and he was like i hope you're sleepy and i'm like i'm actually kind of tired or whatever and he's like cool well i'm going straight to sleep so i'll wake you up <laughs> i was like okay and so the the ship that i was on it was going through like a, it's called a yards phase. So pretty much like they bring like a barge up and they park the barge next to it. And so it's like every couple of years or whatever you go through, like it, you're refreshing the ship, you know? And so there, the ship has to be manned 24 seven. So you have like duty sections. So each day is like a different section, you know? And so he was on duty or whatever. And then the, there was like all the other people that were on duty. They were all asleep because it was pretty late at night. Right, right. And so he, I walk onto the barge and dude, it is. I straight up, am not joking. It is like the oldest ship I had ever seen. Because <laughs> it, it's not even a ship; it's a barge. But it was like the old. Like you, you could just tell. Like it still had like round windows and stuff. Like, oh wow! Dude, it was just old. Come to find out, like after 
like I was like I got situated and everything. Yeah, that's like the oldest barge the Navy owns. <laughs> like, wow, dude, it was bad. And so like, I didn't even end up showering that night or anything, you know. And like, you know me, I like, I shower at least like twice a day. And so, yeah, and like all my stuff didn't even fit in like the rack or whatever because I was like, <laughs> dude, I was just like moving my whole life from Chicago over here, you know. And so he was just like, dude, don't worry about it. Like nobody, nobody cares right now. And so, yeah, and then come to find out, like, he told me I was supposed to be in another division, another engineering division. And so he put me, because, like, the bar, like, the male birthing was, like, split up. And so it used to be, like, the engineers and then, like, the other engineers, like, the damage controlmen and everything. And so he put me on this side because I was supposed to be with them. And then come to find out, he put me in somebody's rack. <laughs> like oh, wow. somebody at R was like, he just wasn't on duty that night or anything. <laughs> and so like the next morning, some dude's like, hey, you're in like, you're my friend's rack or whatever. And then he ended up being like, uh, his name was Chris. He ended up being like one of my best friends. And he, and like my first impression was, no, oh, no, bro, you're good, you're good, you're good. Like I, I barely sleep in it anyway or whatever. I'll just take this other rack. I'm just like, dude, like, I mean, if it's a rack, it's a rack, you know, like, yeah, but he ended up being pretty cool. And like, yeah, come to like fast forward a couple of weeks. He was, he ended up being one of my best friends. You know, he's just cool. a, sta a stand up guy. Like yeah. he would take the shirt off his back for you and everything. That's really you know? cool. And so, but yeah, that next day, um, come to find out I'm not even supposed to be with this division. I'm supposed to be like with all the DC men in the HTs. Yeah. DC men are like, they're dude you're a glorified firefighter you know yeah. and so yeah they get all that situated and then now i'm in like the dc shop you know and so it's just and everything so much is happening like so fast you know because like, right yeah nobody really has time to do to like properly like get you situated you know and so they're just like threw me in and everything like oh here's your coveralls here's all this do this or Dang. whatever and so i definitely had to hit the ground running but i made friends quick you know and like i say i made friends like there was like two friends and then um his name was colin like my old roommate that i was oh yeah Florida with yeah yeah i mean we're lifelong friends you know he's and then the other one his name was dakota like we're, I mean, we just always did everything together, you know? That's cool. And so we, we became yeah. inseparable on the ship. And then slowly I started, like, making more friends, you know? And then, like, I, all the time, like, I would get, like, whenever I'd start talking to somebody else, like, one of my friends, his name's Alex, he he was just like, dude, like, honestly, I didn't talk. I just thought you were just the biggest douchebag. That's what To you? And, yeah, and, like, I would get that a lot, you know? Yeah, I don't know why. And then I started, like, kind of, like, doing some self-reflection because like all right if multiple people have told me like and i was like i guess i'm just like sour you know and just still like i'm mad that i'm on a ship you know i don't want to like really right make, you know and so but no yeah dude like it ended up getting fun you know because like things were relaxed you know and so after a while it was cool and then yeah it just started getting bad you know, like once like our ship started coming out of the yards and we were like going underway and stuff like that. I'm talking like we would be like working. We'd have to be there on the ship at 4 a.m. 
Jeez. and we wouldn't leave until like 10 or 11 p.m you know and so it was just and you were just straight working the whole time you know and just like sometimes you'd just be like doing nothing you know and then you'd be there waiting for somebody for one person but like nobody's letting you go because it's like oh we all leave as one or whatever oh my yeah i know and it just i'm not gonna lie like just over a year like close to two yeah two years two to three years of just like that attitude you know that you could tell like the whole morale of the ship was just going down you know and it was just that'll make it would make i saw it, it made a lot of good people bad dude just sour you know yeah i saw people that were so close to getting their 20 years in the navy you know and then like nah dude like either transfer me out or whatever you know or like making a decision like no i'm not re-enlisting like because of this ship you know right and it, and it, it it got me a lot dude it really it there was some bad things that just happened to me you know and it's just not it wasn't like yeah like it, it put me in a very very it put me in a very deep deep dark spot you know and it's just yeah like, and i, I don't want to like just dive into it too much you know but it it changed me, you know, like, and you know, it has to be something substantial when it, you start to realize like, dang, like, I know, like, this is a big part of like, why I am the way I am, you yeah. know? And so, yeah, I just, it turned me into like, the worst person ever, I, I think, because I just, at that point, when you have like, such little freedom, and you've just been grinding so much you just yeah you have no regards for anybody or anything right. anymore. you know like you you lower yourself on like the scale of society because of like what you've become you know like and so it's just yeah i was n not in a good spot i was not yeah it was there's just a lot to unpack right it, there, it, right? yeah like, yeah it, yeah and, and too much for today you know to like just completely get into it and I, I don't want to get into a lot of it either because i'm something it's something that i'm still just battling oh yeah not really battling but it, not comfortable just yeah letting people you know only well, it's like, just me and you here yeah <laughs> yeah me you and you <laughs> <laughs> me you and you <laughs> no i get it though bro i get it and the only thing so the first thing to come to mind my mind whenever i hear you say that i've never been isolated like that I've never been, you know, forced to work for that long of a time. But the only thing I can compare it to, somebody's mowing the grass, that's perfect. I'm going to be in the video. Um, the only thing I can sound. compare it to is when I started running, uh, like, long distance. Mm -hmm. And so, like, the, this is the only thing I have to compare it to because this is what I thought of when you were saying this stuff. So it's like when you're running these miles and it gets from, like, you know, 5 to 6 to 8 to 10, 12, 12 and up. You're running for so long for for my experience i was like dude this is miserable i don't want to be here right now like because yeah. you're starting to like you just your mind is taking over everything right and for some reason it's just a natural instinct for like your mind to just go straight to the negatives in those situations mm -hmm. it's like it's so hard for your mind your first thought to just be like oh man i'm so glad i'm running i'm so glad i'm beating my body up and exactly. like putting th through this damage it's like the first thing you do in those isolated moments where you with your thoughts is go to the negatives at least that's my experience and so and it's like i, I don't even i can't even compare that honestly it's not even the yeah. same thing but 
and I mean you you do I guess I don't know I had I at the time I guess I had enough fortitude to try and find ways of coping and whatnot mm-hmm. and so I mean I read so much philosophy you know I just I started like the all my books that I have, I mean, 95, 96% of them are philosophy and psychology, you know? Yeah. I was just trying to, like, get, just claw myself out of just, like, the situation that I was in. And, like, I, I felt like it was only getting deeper and darker, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, and, like, I mean, I even, like, took up, like, running, like, a lot. And so I ended up, like, at, the, at my peak, I ran, like, a 50-mile ultra marathon. I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, but it was all fueled by just pain you know yeah and so and i i feel like it's just pain is it it'll only get you so far you know and so and it's not always a good fuel because you're just you're dwelling on it you know right right it's almost like i don't know and the whole time i still remember like whenever i was running i was just dwelling on all these things like just trying to think it through trying to think it through you know but dude really and truly i mean it it, yeah that 50 miler it was an awesome experience you know and i mean we can get into that after but like the like it it was almost like a last ditch effort you know yeah so yeah and like things started getting bad and not yeah yeah i almost didn't make it out you know yes as far as I'm gonna get into it, but like, yeah, bro, it was rough. I can I can see that, and it's just a, it's a weird thing to me that, like, that's what the patriots of our country have to go through, because it's not just you. Like, you are you're a prime like anecdotal example. You you know you've experienced it, but like, it seems to be a common theme in in everybody or most people I hear talk about it. Right, like. At least until they get to the rankings to where they're able to do whatever and go to sleep whenever and, and yeah you know and I mean it's it's sad dude straight up it's just yeah. sad like and um there's a lot of people that like I know like um I knew him personally and like I mean his name's uh Brandon I don't know if you've heard of him and so this dude I mean rest in peace dude but like yeah, I mean, and I, I still feel so just the, um, I guess, the frustration I feel. It's it's a lot to it, man. There's a ton to it. That's, um, yeah, man. So even like, so I was recently in Hawaii. And, um, you know, you could be in the most beautiful place on earth, right? Like, Hawaii is one of the top places people, you know, travel to. And it's like, you know, even at that point, it's still, you could feel just bad, you know, like if you're in the Navy or oh, the military yeah, and stuff like that. So, um, you want to take a break? No. Yeah, we're good. Okay, cool. We'll change topics, bro. We'll go to um, running. <laughs> that was the next one I had. And yeah, you, dude. I mean. What was your experience like? How, how did you get into it? Obviously, you got into it in like the military, but like. What was your first run like? And then, like, what made you take the take that jump to, okay, I'm going to run an ultra marathon? Did you run a marathon before that? No. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I thought. That's yeah, I it thought. was just straight, like, just, um, 
I guess, yeah, I was, like, running a lot, like, to, um, yeah, like I said, to try to just, like, deal with everything, and then one day, like, I was just, like, let's do a lot, you know, <laughs> and so, I mean, I had ran, like, 20 milers or, like, 25 milers multiple times, like, as training, you know, mm -hmm. and I mean, some of the best runs, dude, really, because it's just, like, you get into this just like zone dude where it's just like you're going from like you're going from like thinking about things mm -hmm. to you're just going to where it's like your mind is completely just i don't know almost like a, just a complete just blank you know and you're yes just, 100%. You're, you're you're just feeling you know yeah and so i hate running yeah i hate running but as like um even now you know i run a lot like whenever i have like a big decision to make or just like a big um or like if i'm just dealing with something's heavy on me i run because i feel like that's just like it's just something to like it helps you digest whatever you're thinking and like yeah. i feel like i can i can think and make decisions more clearly when i'm running you know and it, yeah. it's weird it's like it's like almost like that like post nut clarity you know <laughs> <laughs> but it's like when you're running you know and so it, it's pretty cool dude like so and i think that's what got me into running a lot yeah. you know and then uh, i found out about that uh the deer dodge 50 that's what it was called it was in milton florida deer dodge 50 and so my one of my friends his name was kirsch we used to run all the time, you know? Yeah. Or he used to run a lot. Him and I actually never ran. I know. I think we ran like once or twice together. Yeah. But like we mentioned it and I was like, let's do it. Dang. Fuck it. Like there's no, like, look, why not, you know? And so, yeah, we drove over. We took, uh, I don't know how they like granted us like the, like, cause we took, uh, five days of leave like vacation days and so we made a little we didn't make a little trip out of it but like we went over there we got a hotel like we did like the pre-race uh orientation like the registry and all that so we did that and then um yeah it's it was cold and i remember we woke up and there was snow on the ground in florida wow. at five in the morning and then all like the race organizers are like dude like what do we do what do we do you know like it was it doesn't snow in florida like and so and there's people from like different like um parts of like the u.s or whatever and they're like we thought it was gonna be a warm ultra like what's going yeah, on you know i bet geez and so but yeah we started that it was fun you know and i mean the nerves start to like uh go away after like mile like eight or nine you know yeah and you start just falling into a good groove you know and so i had like every five to seven miles there was like an aid station and like coolest people in the world at yeah. aid stations and That's so awesome and they really kept your like your motivation going you know and so yeah it it got, it got long, dude. I remember I like bet. my neck started getting sore just cause I just from like the looking down, you know, and just looking because I mean it was it was very very rough terrain, you know, and so you're looking down for like roots or like tree stumps or anything, you know. And so mm -hmm. I remember like my head, I was just like 
trying to run like that because <laughs> my neck was so sore, you know? Dang, that's wild. Dude, it was crazy, but I mean, I didn't really start, I guess, like breaking down until like probably mile 37, you know? Wow. And then it was all grit from there. <laughs> yeah, my training only took me so far, and then it was just straight grit, dude. I was hurting, but I was like, dude, you know, it, Gotta do we it. can't not finish, you know? Yeah. Like, and Man. so it was – um, and then finally, like, you just start see, – like, you're not even thinking about it anymore. You just start seeing, like, at this aid station, it's like, oh, mile 45, you know? And then, like, the aid stations start getting, like, a lot, like – Closer. closer because it it starts being like a medical thing you know because oh, people yeah. will start like getting hurt or like falling out and stuff yeah and so and yeah they check on you or whatever and then like there's like a doctor on at like certain ones and stuff yeah. and so i remember last aid station was like it was like mile 47 or 48 you know yeah and then they were like it's it from here you know just and i remember it was so weird, but it was like punching in a dream, you know? When, you know, when you're just like, <laughs> you can't punch fast. I felt like that. Like, I was like, I just can't move fast enough. Like, my yeah. sprint was a shuffle, dude. And so, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, and then, like, I remember one of, like, I guess my legs. It was like my right leg. It just, like, wouldn't go, like, forward right anymore. So, it was almost like a hobble. And so, I remember, like, we were, like, maybe a hundred meters from like the finish and you could hear like all the bells and everything like people were like come on and like my buddy Kirsch was like maybe 15 meters behind me and so I was like come on bro like let's go let's go and he was just like I'm trying I'm just like <laughs> fuck I feel that dude I feel that you know and so That's I funny. You know, I tried waiting for him at the finish line. Like, I didn't want to, like... Yeah. I wanted to finish together, you know? And But they made me go through. I don't know why, you know? Like, they, they're like, no, you have to you have to come through the finish line. I'm just like, all right, now you just ruined it for us. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, and so, but... <laughs> yeah, we ended up finishing, and it was... Uh, man, let me tell you, it was... The high after you finish was just like, dang, dude. I hadn't even ran like a legitimate marathon. I know. And I just ran 50 it. miles. You doubled it. Yeah. Oh, facts, dude. And it was cool. It was cool. Like, it was really fun. Like, and then I remember it was fine. It was kind of funny getting home, like, to the hotel room after that. Cause, like, I remember it was just, we were just so beat down, you know. Mm -hmm. And, like, one of my legs wasn't working. And, like, <laughs> it, it just straight up just, like, wasn't working. And, and then I remember, like, we just – it took us – I swear to you, dude, it took us, like, maybe 30 minutes to get from, like, off of the car into the hotel room. Wow. Yeah, it, it was – because it's, like, every step was just, like – Pain. Pain, dude. Yeah. And so – and then, um, yeah, we get into the hotel room, and I'm just like, dude, you can take a shower first, whatever. And then, like, I, I like – laid down and like reached like i didn't even we were all dirty and everything but we didn't care dude i was like whatever and then so he took a shower and like i mean i remember him taking because i was like i checked and he took probably like maybe two hours but I, there's no reason not to you know like I, I bet you like an hour and 40 minutes was him trying to get into the yeah. shower you know so it's like yeah and then 
I, after he took a shower, I mean, I remember there was just like dirt all over, like, cause I mean, there was, it was a muddy race, dude. And so, um, after he got out, I got in, he didn't even bother putting clothes on. I was like, dude, I feel that. <laughs> like, and so, um, I got into the shower and I like, I just turned on the water and then like, I made the mistake. I sat on the toilet, you know? Oh yeah. And so I sat on the toilet and I was like, immediately as, as soon as like I sat down and put my weight down, I was like, fuck, dude. Like, how am I going to get up? Yeah. How am I going to get up, dude? And so I managed to do some crazy maneuver and I like just sat down in the shower and I remember I like almost like, I guess I, I, I don't know how long I fell asleep for. Cause when I got out, Chris was already <laughs> asleep, but I straight up fell asleep in the shower. That's hilarious. Dude, shout out to the hotel. Water never turned cold. It was, wow, dude, yeah, crazy. it was nice. And so, but yeah, after I got up and everything, it was like, dude, now I need to like stand up in this shower, you know? Oh, geez. And so that took, it took some time, you know, but yeah. I got up. I, I didn't even bother, like Sam. I didn't bother drying myself or anything. Just in a towel. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I went there to bed, you know. And then, like, the entire time we were asleep, like, I remember Kirsch was like, "Dude, I can't fucking sleep." I'm like, "I can't either," you know. And it was because it's like you would try. I guess like once you were, like your body would fall asleep, you know, you would try and turn, and it would be painful just to move anything. You oh know? yeah. So whenever you try to like turn over, or, like get comfortable, you would hurt yourself awake you know so it was rough dude and then like yeah and then we had to drive home the next day that was bad and then (laughs) i remember like getting off at gas stations people would just like look at us like what the hell is wrong with you yeah because we'd be like leaning on the car and like oh my gosh like it was so bad and then finally we made it home and then we just i I feel like I finally, like, I slept for a long, long time, you yeah. know, and then, Dang. and then we went to, uh, it was called Blue 32, and so it was pretty much, uh, it was like a cryotherapy, oh, okay. like, place, you know, and then the guy there, like, we told him, like, everything, and so he had it ready for us and everything, you know, and so That's awesome. we did a little bit of cryotherapy, and then we had, um some compression like leg sleeves and we did that for a little bit and it really i think it really really helped with our recovery you know and then we both got a massage too like painful painful massage and then yeah and then we were just like eating like crazy i remember <laughs> for like the i guess like the next few days after you know because it was just just so hungry your body was just trying to recover you know it was yeah it was rough Dude. Yeah, dude. Imagine like, so your body is like, at that point, obviously, you hit a certain amount of mileage when you're running, you have to eat or else your body's like, it's just going to start like eating itself because you, oh, you need, dude, no, you need 100%. that 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when you get up to like the, with the 15, 16 miles, like even if it's just 15, 16, 17 and up, like you, you got to have some sort of energy source for your body or else you start to feel it like drastically. No, oh, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and, and I you guys are fifty. Like the most I've done is twenty. And like <laughs> twenty was rough for me. Like I, I was I was done. I was dead. My legs hurt. Like my body was sore. Everything, mm-hmm. dude. Everything you just described was me after twenty, but like thirty <laughs> miles less than what you did. Jeez, dude. And I mean 
I ran some distances after that and whatever. And like yeah. nothing like a 50 or anything. Yeah. But it, it, it was an experience for sure, you know. That's and dope. Like I said, a lot of it just goes back to just dealing with a lot of things, you know. And so. Yeah. It was fun, dude. It was yeah. very, it was very fun. That's a, that's really cool. That's a cool story too, because you, I mean, how many people can say they've ran fifty miles? <laughs> True. Not me. I've ran twenty. I've barely <laughs> ran twenty. Twenty's tough. I mean, like, in my opinion, anything over like fifteen is tough. Fifteen's mm-hmm. tough too, but like, if you're trained for it, you'll be fine. But oh yeah, there's a there's a cool trail in Austin. It's like Ladyburg Lake. Ladyburg. Oh Lake. yeah, yeah, yeah. You were telling me about it's that a big circle. Like mm-hmm. a like a oval, I guess you could say. Okay. Around the lake, so it's like one full lap is ten miles. Oh, wow. so okay. yeah, yeah we know. used to run that, and then like that'd be like the finisher for us. So we'd start at the very front of the the trail, okay. and we'd go through the city. We'd run ten miles through the city, and then we'd finish with like a ten mile, or like a we'd run six miles through the city, or whatever, and then finish with that ten. But uh, it's pretty cool. There's a lot of cool places to run in Austin. Except for like, there's a couple spots where it's like, there's a couple like homeless people kind of camp out. Oh. So you got to kind of dodge them and, you know, dodge like the yeah, poop, yeah, poop yeah. on the ground and all this stuff. But, dude, have you ever seen a human dump on the ground? Like feces? Like human poop. Oh, facts, dude. Yeah. You have? I've done it before. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, my first time, my first time was the other day. You did it? No. I, the first time seeing it. Oh. I've done it many times, but the first, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> The first time He's I've ever kidding. seen it was uh, the other day in Austin. We were on 6th Street, which is where you want to go tonight. So we were on 6th. We had we parked in this parking garage, and there was just a big old dump at the bottom of the stairs. And I was like, that's uh, that's human doo-doo. That's human doo-doo. It's funny sure. because you can tell immediately. Yeah. You're just like, that came from a person. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's so gross. It's, so, it's disgusting. But it really didn't smell that bad. And, like, the texture was, like... Did you feel it? Yeah, and you, you got to. You know? You got to poke it. <laughs> that We had we dissected it. It was, like, a science experiment. You oh, ever facts. dissected owl pellets? Remember oh, that? dude. Yeah, we, that well, we, like did that with the, we did that with the human poop. Oh, was there, like, different... What did they eat? <laughs> they they actually ate owl pellets. So there was owl pellets <laughs> in, the human, in the human feces. A random corn. <laughs> <laughs> That's so gross. Yeah, human human poop is gross, and it's very distinct. Like you could tell right away. We all do it, dude. No. Oh, you don't. Not girls. Oh, dude. Yeah, it's, I don't know how they don't fart or anything, but <laughs> I guess we're not built like that. Nah, built different, bro. Built different, dude. So what's next for you, man? What's next for you? What's uh, what's the future hold? So um, I'm climbing Mount Everest in six months, and so. That'll be fun. I'm joking. No, I'm not climbing Mount Everest. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. Um, it you, sounds crazy, that, but that is on my bucket that's list. That's crazy yeah. because it's like almost, I mean, not almost. It is believable. Like if you were really, like I didn't freak out just then because I'm like, oh, it's just a Joel thing. To do. <laughs> you know what no, I mean? I mean, yeah, it's definitely something that I want to do for sure, you know. Yeah. You, but, should, uh, you should climb Mount, uh, Mount Mayanus first. Mm, I've conquered that one before. Dang. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, um, what's next for me really is like, so right now, I mean, I'm in school finally, you know, mm. and so it, school's fun. It's weirdly fun, but at the same time, it's just like boring. <laughs> no, it's some, it's something to do, you know? Yeah. And so 
I'm doing school. I'm going to school for business. And then on top of that, I'm also going to like realist. I'm doing like what's like a real estate course, you know, to get my license for Texas. And so hopefully I'll be selling homes here pretty soon. You know, that's, it sounds weird, but it's just like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like that's really what I want to do. You know, it's just. Well, it gives you that freedom. Like we had talked, we've talked about that a little bit before. And it does give you like a freedom too, you know, and it's mm -hmm. just like, dude, at the end of the day, you know, a lot, a lot of life as, as much as like people like to like deny it, a lot of life is about money because the money helps you live the life that you want to live, you know? Yeah. And so, but it, yeah. And so, I mean, I feel like it, it'd be a good financial move, you know? So there's a lot of things that I want to do. And I know a lot of those things are probably going to be pretty expensive. No, so. I agree. Yeah. It's weird how that works, right? It's like, I mean, obviously you need money to do almost anything, but money is almost like the root of the evil that occurs in the world. A lot of it is, uh, you know, from, and you can't beat it, so you have to join it. <laughs> yeah, well, unless you, you can beat it if you invest in Dogecoin. Hey, it's invest crypto. in Dogecoin, please, please, please. <laughs> but it's not. I'm not telling you to do it. So, yeah, no, don't do it. Unless yeah, you no, want I'll to. get in trouble. Don't do it unless you want to. Unless you want to, yes. <laughs> and so, but yeah, uh, that yeah, that's another thing too. When it comes to what I'm doing. Uh, I don't even know how I got into it, but I now I'm like, I'm all the way in it now, you know? And so I do um, dabble in cryptocurrencies, cryptocurrencies only because I feel like I've had the most luck with them, you yeah, know? And right. so really a lot of that, I feel like is gonna be, it's just a growing nest egg for mm-hmm. me, you know? And so if I'm ever, if there comes a time where I'm like hurting or I need something or whatever, you know, it's just like, I kind of almost have that to fall back on. Yeah. Which but, is good. Yeah. 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 You know? And so it's just like, yeah, there's a lot of them and I don't want to give away my whole portfolio, you know, but it's just how like, much have you spent? I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> I'm just I was kidding. about to be like, Oh, I mean, like, yeah, definitely. Uh, what does your bank account look like currently? I mean, it's healthy. <laughs> That's good. That's a great answer. It's very healthy. <laughs> That's a great answer, dude. What is, um, God, I just had a question in my head, dude. Keep talking about crypto. I'll think of it. I just had a question and it just went away. Which Horrible one to host. invest in? What are the no, how did you get started in crypto? Let's just start with that. And then I'll think of what I was going to say because I forgot because I'm an idiot. I suck at this. I don't do, I don't. So I suck at this. It was, dude, it was like you. I was still living in Florida yeah. when I invested in like Dogecoin. And so I don't know why. It was just, I was like, okay. Like, sure. Yeah, sure. You know? And so I put, I put some money in there and I just Got it. now look at it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's all, that's all I got to say is like, look at it now, you know? And so. Yeah. It, it's it's done very very well for me yeah and so i guess from there it's just i mean if you follow anything like there's it's crypto is just a big boom right now you know and so right now it's like we're in a little bit of like a rough spot in terms of all cryptocurrencies you know yeah but it's just like and there's so many of them too it yeah. takes a, a lot of time you know and so 
you see me on my phone a lot or whatever it's like i'm not even on social media i'm just like reading about some coin or something like that you know that's so cool and so but i mean at the same time it's just like i'm in, i'm literally investing in myself you know yeah 100%. so because i want to i want to have like the money to do all these things in the future you know mm -hmm. just to climb mount everest it's like 80 grand you know what yeah <laughs> why well i mean I, I guess it's like all the preparation and you got to pay for like these big like cow things to like take you so so far up the mountain and then you got to pay for like almost like lodging and stuff like that hmm. you show up and you climb the mountain everything else is like taking it's almost like a package kind of thing you know you have to pay to do it yeah like obviously you well because obviously you there's pay. like experienced people that are oh, like, like guides almost like stuff. guides kind of yeah that's annoying and so but i mean it's, you gotta pay to climb a mountain that's so dumb yeah but i mean you have a one in three chance of like dying on the mountain you know and they have to leave you there <laughs> yeah so that's why that and that, that's like a very they like, have to leave you there i don't think they have to but it's like they'll die if they probably grab you. exactly and so it's like one of like the grim like facts of mount everest is when you climb mount up there everest. you're gonna see bodies and i didn't realize Dang. that until a couple years ago you'll see multiple bodies like along the way you know because you'll wild, see like a jacket dude. or something like that and it's just like yo like and they're like oh we can't bring him down because like we would run out of oxygen and so because like you can only carry so much oxygen before it starts getting too heavy and then you can't make it up the mountain you know? right and right like to a certain point you're expending too much energy and there's exactly. a lot of factors dude what if you saw somebody with like a cool uh like a cool north face jacket would you take it if they were just chilling and they were like oh facts dude like somebody that no just, i wouldn't take it that that's weird somebody that didn't make dude think about it though like if they didn't make it and you're like dude i've always been wanting that jacket like you know would you just throw it on real quick throw it on your pack and then keep walking what i if feel like that's some very disrespectful yeah no that's it's a huge ethical thing i feel like that is like very disrespectful you know I well mean, I mean, you yeah, got, you got it, dude, you got to respect those who tried, those who tried, you know, and it's like, yeah, it's just like almost like an unspoken of rule, you know, like, dude, if you try doing this, like, what if we had a gold tooth? I mean, hopefully I'll have some gold teeth too. <laughs> Dang. You wouldn't take his gold tooth? No, dude, no. I'm not going to reach in this frozen dude's mouth. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get you in trouble with the uh, Mount Everest department yeah, yeah whatever there is there's like a police station up there <laughs> at the very they're top. like hey you're speeding slow down <laughs> you go up and there's like a starbucks at the top <laughs> they're like god you made it it took you long enough there's yeah. an elevator we, we, have, we take the elevator down no but i mean <laughs> dude li life is crazy for me you know i just yeah it is there's no set thing that i want to do mm-hmm and I guess experiencing some of the things that I have, all I know is I just genuinely, I just, and I, it sounds very like cliche, but I just want to be happy, dude. I want to be able to just do the things that I want to do no, I when agree. I want to do them. I want to take care of the boys. Like, I just want to like, hey, oh. yeah, dude, I want that. Dude, yeah. I feel like that's just, I don't know. I owe it to the friends, that, to my friends that have stuck around this long. To at least just be like, dude, let me pay for your college, you know, like, or just some right? stuff like, no, cause that'd it's just be like, so cool. And then like, let me pay your loans off. Cause a lot of us have like loans, like, yeah, or, like a lot of the people I know that went to college, dude. Yeah. And it'd be cool to like, so I just, like I've said this before, it's not a brag. I'm just, it's just a fact. I just got back from Hawaii. Um, 
and we did this this hike called uh, Coco Head, Coco mm-hmm. Coco Crater, right? And there's a obviously it's a mountain. It's an abandoned like railroad train track. Just goes up the side of the mountain. You see images on it. It's like it's like a TikTok thing, right? Like that's how I think my girlfriend oh, is that how you found, found it. it on TikTok. Yeah, it's like one of these things where it's like hike this trail in Hawaii if you ever go, and it, it like has a little video. But it's like you get to the bottom of the tracks, and it's just like it just gets steeper and steeper, no and it's just a railroad track. And I'm first of all, I'm like, how did they build this without like? How do they build this straight up a mountain? Dude, right? There's like some crazy things like that. Like, but how? It's like it's like you make it to the top of the mountain and you're there and you're like, dude, I want to do something like this every single day if I can. Like, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to yeah. go make t-shirts after doing something like this. What the <laughs> heck am I doing? So I get that, bro. It's like that's that was like happiness for me because I was like, man, I'm really enjoying just like the nature that exactly the earth provides. You know? That's you know we've been blessed with and like. It's so cool, and there's so many different things. Like, were you able to go out of the country when you were on your? Um, no, I just went to um, a lot of places that had water. Yeah, <laughs> I was in the middle of the ocean half the time. You know, most of the time. So, yeah, and it's just like in a lot of the times you'd see a line. And you're like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so like, <laughs> I don't even know. Um, Seth, Seth is out there. Shout out to Seth. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to link up with him because he had buddies coming into town at the same time. But like he's out in, on Oahu right now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, that's so cool. Like, you know, I've never, I, I still never had the chance to go to Hawaii. You know, you and will, so, you will, and you. Oh, lo- I know, I you'll will. love it. You'll love it. It's one of those things where I, I told people ever since going. Like my buddy, I was on the phone with him yesterday, and he was like, "Dude, is it really as good as they say it is?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, um. Yeah, it is, and probably better than that. And it's it's one of those things you just have to experience it yourself. Yeah. There's really no telling you like there's no comparing. It's not like Florida. It's not like going to Cali. It's like it's like its own world out there. Right. Yeah. And not only is it like paradise, like the beach is pristine, the the you know the sand is nice and mm-hmm. fine or nice and coarse. Literally, they had all kinds of sand out there. It's like there's so much rich history. Right, yeah, yeah. That's like I can imagine you the know, culture, like, and I mean even Pearl Harbor. Like you know, even though it's like kind of like a memorial and like a lot of bad happened there, it brought a lot of good. Also, like with you know just America and how they're the king of war. <laughs> we're just we're just badass, bro. It's so cool to like to see the history of it, and like unfortunately, like it was a sad history, but. It is cool to hear about it and learn about it and stuff. And I feel like it's only appropriate to learn about histories like that. You know? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. It's, if you don't know about, if you don't know histories of certain things or just about most things, you know, you don't have like a deep enough appreciation for it, you know? Yeah. 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 And so it's so crazy, dude. So like these, these hikes that I was kind of talking about a little while ago, they, the top of these mountains in Hawaii, they have these things called pillboxes. Mm-hmm. You know what pillboxes? No. So I guess they're called pillboxes. My understanding, I've never looked this up. I'm an, I'm an idiot. Don't trust me. But like I, they're called pillboxes in my opinion because they look like a pillbox would look like a, like if you imagine a box that you keep your pills in, like right, Monday, right, Monday right, Tuesday, right. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Like you know how they're small and they're like squared or rectangular. Yeah, it's like that. So they're like concrete barriers at the top of these mountains that have a little like probably like two foot tall by like probably like five foot right where you just look out of the concrete. oh yeah, yeah 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 they're lookouts they're literally just lookouts. They're on like every mountain, every hike you go to, you're going to see a pillbox because it's like 
it's an island you could just see far out in the distance and yeah. if you have binoculars you could see even farther yeah and so they're everywhere dude and you go up to unfortunately in hawaii i think it's like they encourage art in hawaii like honolulu if you look in their buildings they encourage people to like oh really? to like spray paint and to graffiti and to do murals and stuff so it's it's cool it's really cool but unfortunately like these pillboxes are tagged up like with just a bunch of like oh. so it doesn't look that good it looks like a bunch of kids just went up there and like you know did their name but something yeah it's a lot it's like completely covered right wow. but it's so cool because it's like the history where these guys back in the day in 1910 as one of them was built in 1910 it's like these soldiers in 1910 probably our age or younger they were up there with binoculars looking for ships or planes or whatever in the horizon and they're like they're the ones that had to tell the rest of the gang back home hey there's people coming to attack us we got it we better step Dude, it up right? you know yeah. like it's just so crazy to just think about that exactly and when you're on these mountains bro i'm like you look out just water like that freaks me out a little bit like just seeing nothing but water it's like whoa like I, you you whenever you're like in the middle of the ocean or like in a place like that mm -hmm. only then do you realize like just how tiny yes and literally just how unimportant you are in terms of just like the way the world is moving you yeah know? it's and then, it's so crazy it's almost like a little reality check like, it is oh my gosh 100 like, like you see the ocean it's gigantic but when you're like on the island you 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 look in one way you see and just nothing but water and you turn around you see just gigantic mountains and you're like oh i'm I'm nothing. I'm yeah, like, I'm you, a speck on this earth, exactly. like a tiny particle. It's like, it's so wild. Yeah, you're right, though. It is a lot of perspective. When and there's like a little bit of like truth behind like whenever you realize how small and unimportant you are in the grand scheme of things, mm -hmm. only then do you start to like, I guess, move more freely in terms of just like, no, do you know? Let me do this. Yeah, I want to. You know, I feel like doing this. You know, because mm. like so many people get caught up in like the, like, they have just the weight of the world on their shoulders. You yeah. know, and so it's just like they get caught up in even just decision making or like what they want to do. You know, and so it's just, I don't know. I I feel like you got to realize like how small you are. Yeah, and how just unimportant a lot of like your decisions are you know so yeah. it's just like dude like if it makes you happy don't think about like oh but should i really do this or whatever dude go do it yeah you know? no i like, agree go do it that's what that's like my whole philosophy now after like graduating from college and like working like a nine to five ish kind of job it's like that's what i tell people now i'm like if, if ever a young kid is in my presence and they like somehow end up asking me or we talk about college or something I'm like, dude, if I'm being honest with you, college is cool. You do learn a lot. You do experience a decent amount. Mm -hmm. But like, if you know what you want to do or you have any of you have any slight idea what you want to do, like jump, jump the line is essentially what you're doing. Oh, when you're 100%, not going to college. You know? Jump the line, figure that out and go hard. And then like, just be happy. Like do what makes you happy. Do what you enjoy doing. Do what you would do. Like do... The thing you love doing for free and try to get paid doing it is what exactly, I try to tell people. You know? So and like, then, I don't know. I just feel like it's just there's. I'm sure you know, but there's just like such a high level of just like mental health issues and just depression in, 
dude throughout like the world you know yeah and so and it's like yeah we're all none of us are immune to it you know Mm -hmm. and it's just like a big part of just having mental health issues is just like your body knows who you are and you're almost like living a life that you're you're not your authentic self and so your body starts just gets tired of like living as not you mm. and so when your body gets tired you, dude you're you're t- you are tired like you're conscious you know so yeah. yeah things start dragging because you you don't get to be what you are you mm-hmm. know and so and yeah. i think that's and then a lot of, and then just do just social connections too you know like yeah we we're so just that's so exotic to us now you know and, and i know like it's just it's bad for everybody's mental health to be and we're the most so like socially isolated people like the most socially isolated yeah. beings there is you know right like and it's just it's it, it's sad dude because it's like yeah. if i ever have kids i don't want my kids growing up like this dude like i want my kids to be happy you know yeah. i want them to be making <laughs> connections you know i yeah. want them to be who they are you know and so and i want them to do what they want to do i don't want them to be stuck doing something that they don't want to do right like yeah and so that that's honestly like so the island life isn't my life like i couldn't i don't think i could do that i'd rather be like able to drive across the state line and hit another state i think i'm just more comfortable with that Mm -hmm. and i i like that better like being able to go to new york right and then drive to anywhere else that's close oh facts right dude. And yeah then, because like when you're on an island you obviously can't do that it's like at least a five-hour plane ride to california and then if you wanted to go somewhere else it's like you got to go from yeah. there yeah so you're like you're kind of like stuck right you're literally stuck but i mean that's kind of an appeal to living on an island right it's like you kind of if you're growing up on an island like you're like dude just go free kind of just be yourself like it's it's okay. I don't know. That's the that's like at least the idea I have. If I was ever to like raise any sort of children on an island, mm-hmm. be like, dude, go to the beach, go go do this, go do that. Like, just be free because like we're we're here. Like, we're, <laughs> look how small. Like, we're out in the middle of nowhere. Like, what like what else are we gonna do? Just do whatever you want. Exactly. It's like I don't know, but I don't even know if that made sense, honestly. But no, I get I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's like it's easier to be free on an island. Yeah. Is that yeah? But um, there's a lot of. I think they said Hawaii has like the third largest skyline in America or it's about to be the third. It's like New York, I think Miami maybe. And then Mm. I'm probably totally wrong, but I think it's the third LA or something like that. New York, one of the big skylines, but there's a ton of skyscrapers over there and they're building like 11 more as we speak, or they're about to be building 11 more. Oh really? Mm. It's, it's dope. It's cool because there are a lot of them are condos. Oh, okay. they get a lot of people from like other countries mm-hmm. to move there. And when they build a new condo, they have to house a certain percentage of local residents. So oh, there's, there's like okay. a lottery system. So it's not like they're building these condos and then like the locals are just being pushed further and further back. That's it's like, good. That's no, that's good. That's yeah, awesome. You know? It's really cool. They have a lottery system for it and it's, it's legit the way they do it. It's legit. And so the, the locals are like, yeah, we're, we're cool with you putting <laughs> these condos here. Cause then like it's homes for us. You yeah. Know? It's like people under like $55,000 income annually like are thrown into this lottery if they apply and then they get a chance to win in these, live in these buildings that are cool. So it's pretty cool the way they do it. That's cool. Yeah, I know. That's cool. feels like they should do that here, but like they got a lot of stuff over there 
maybe not figured out completely, but it's it's pretty dope mm-hmm. the way they, they handle stuff. And a lot of things here, it's just like so many things sound very good on paper, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's just like we are so, like our country is so big and we have so many people. Some things just won't work out, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we're just a constantly evolving um, experiment, you know? Yeah. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, bro. No, 100%. I agree. And it's it's cool to be living in it, if I'm being honest. Like, no matter mm-hmm. the ups, the downs, the sideways, the whatever, it is it is really cool once you kind of take a step back. I'm just glad to be here at this point, you know? Yeah, like, it's super cool. Like, who would have thought we'd be here in Georgetown doing this podcast? Dude, yeah. Like, it's like, I'm alive. I'm matching with the homie. Yeah, we're, we're matching. Talking. Life is good, dude. <laughs> Life's really good, man. Dude, um, you got anything else to say? Um, you got anything you want to put out there to yeah, the dude. ether? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I can keep talking for hours, but we don't need to do that. <laughs> I know it's almost it's almost six. That's what I'm saying. That we got to start getting ready. I think. Oh yeah, facts. Um, Joel, Joel, <laughs> thanks for coming it's out. It's a preference. Joel. Please stop, everybody. Please stop asking me which I prefer. I don't. I don't. I don't have a preference. So his name is spelled J O E L, right? So, however you see that it's pronounced, you say it. However, you and, say what's comfortable to you. Okay? And he's good. And so Joel, I'm gonna start calling you Joel, like Joel Olstein. <laughs> yeah. No. No. But yeah. Seriously, dude. Thanks for having me. It was. Thanks for coming, bro. It was fun, dude. It's been a good weekend so far. It's cool, bro. It's cool. The cool thing about this is that once you get in a flow. We're still rolling, by the way. Once you get in a flow, it's uh, just like we're just talking. It's almost like the mics aren't even here. But, dude, throw out your socials. I don't think you have a website, do you? Dude, you should you should get a website. That'd be what cool. am I going to put on? No, like, look, dude, people have websites that just are about their lives. You really? can make a free one. Mm-hmm. You could put it, like, your name, and then just has images of the things you've done. I think that'd be dope. And then people could check you out on your website. Maybe eventually, like, if... It got to the point you could make your own shirts and even sell them or not sell them. But, like, I think that'd be dope. Yeah. Because there's interesting people out there, bro. I feel like I, I know that you're one of those interesting people that, first, you have a really cool story. And, second, you're just the kind of guy that'll do an ultra marathon on a, a random weekend that you decide, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, let's do it. You'll climb Mount Everest. You know, you'll do this random stuff. And I think I the reason I have a platform like this now, it's not a big platform, but it is a platform, is to, like, let people like <clears throat> like my cousins hear your story right. because I've heard your story and I think it's dope. And so I'm like, dude, more people need to listen to you because maybe they'll be like, you know what? I do need to just strive to be happy instead yeah. of strive to earn a paycheck week to week and wither away in a in a nine to five little cubicle, you know, which it's not always bad, but you, you got to live. And, you know, like people like you kind of show a lot of people the yeah. uh, the other side of the spectrum, like. And yeah, and I think I'm I'm just I'm a living example of like, dude, it gets better. Yeah, you know, like, dude, whatever you're that going too. through, whatever's heavy on you, dude, like, there there is light at the end of the tunnel, you know. And it's just like, I always like to say I'm an open book, you know. Mm-hmm. But there's parts of me I'll never talk about, you know. Mm-hmm. But if we do get close, you know, I want I, like. I want to be close with people, you know, because yeah. it's like when you're close with somebody and you get to like be vulnerable, they get to be vulnerable back with you. Right. And it's just like, 
it, it makes things better for a lot of people. It's just not even like the getting things off your chest, but just like the being able to just say things out loud to mm-hmm. people. I feel like that helps people a lot. And like hundred percent, I would it, agree with that. I oh, and I, I'm, I'm here like, dude, if anybody wants to talk, you know, and just, I like to talk to people, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I like to get to know you're good at anybody. It. Yeah. Thank you. You're good at it too. Thanks, but, bro. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm really only uh heavy on Instagram. It's uh Joel Vanessia. Yeah. Follow me. I want to hear about you. You have, tell me what's heavy on your chest. That's like the biggest thing, you yeah. know? And so, yeah, I'm here to talk to anybody, especially, I know there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of veterans out there that try to keep things to themselves and it never, it never works out. So yeah. yeah, especially if you're a veteran and you need to talk, dude, please do, dude, please yeah. do. I'm here. Well, Joel, thank you so much, bro, for coming, taking the thank time you. out of your schedule. Thank you for sharing that, dude, because that's important. That really is important. And thank you for your service, bro. Legit. Not a joke this time. 100% serious. Thank you for your service. Appreciate it, dude. Yeah, bro. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, dude. All right. Bye, everybody.